Okay, so here you are about to listen to a special two-part, or part two, I should say, episode of the Ubiquitous Blacks podcast. Before you get into it, if you have not heard the first half of the conversation featuring myself and Jai, then stop here, pause, and we'll wait. And then once you're done, then come back to this and we'll pick up right from here. Go ahead. All right. So <clears throat> I want to read off these lists of names to you and then we'll kind of dive into this conversation because I told myself, actually, I told a, one of the producers for the podcast <laughs> that I wanted to talk to someone in the UK about this particular you know, conversation because I wanted to have okay. a different perspective. And since I have you, we're going to go there. Okay. Okay. The first name is Idris Elba. <laughs> okay. All right. Second I have here is Daniel Kalua. Is that how you even say his name? I don't know. It's not, I, I think I got it. <laughs> I have um, David Oyelowo. Oh, um, yeah. John Boyega? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Sandy Newton. And the, and the, the, the list kind of goes on. Letitia Wright, Alfred Enoch, um, Ricky Whittle. Uh, one of my favorite people, mm-hmm. Delroy, Delroy Lindo. A lot of people don't know that person is, um, that he's from That name brings a bell. Is he behind Empire? Delroy, he, I don't know. He's been in so many things. He was in, Delroy is an amazing actor. He was in, um, did you see that movie with Chadwick Boseman, the uh, Spike Lee film? The Five Bloods, did you see that? No. No? You should see it. It's a really good movie. But he's in that as well. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff, though. He's a really, really amazing actor. Oh, and Michaela Cole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Michaela Cole, um, there's... Um, Ashley Walters, I really like that. Oh, Ashley Walters. Okay, so this list sounds very interesting. I'm intrigued to right? go so, with it because I, I recognize a few of the names. And Nicholas it sounds, Pinnock. Like, it, it sounds like a hot list. It's a, it's hot, a, list. It's a hot list. But um, that's just a few, a few of the actors who have made successful strides and transitions into the American market. Okay. However, 90% of them have done so by um, playing American roles, right? Mm-hmm. So it's some, a lot of it's a bit toned down in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, they go on screen, they lose the accent. We know that Daniel uh, Kaluuya, his big film was Get Out. That kind of put him over. Yeah. And we know that movie in itself was about a Black American experience in terms of an interracial relationship and then the whole thing that which one of my one of my favorite movies to watch honestly it's probably one of the most refreshing interesting films i've seen in a very very long time yeah. i was reading some things where some people were were talking about because of the context of the the nature of the film what they were talking about the uh, the what ifs because we always can talk about the what ifs right mm-hmm. we, you know, we could all, that that's so easy to go into mm-hmm. but a lot of people were discussing they were like what do you what do you think the film would have been if it was 
someone who has experienced blatant American racism throughout their life and what they would have done with the role. This is just an interesting concept or interesting way to think about it because a lot of these people, again, they've, they've crossed over and they come in and they play American parts. And a lot of people don't even know that these people are British or they're from the UK or anything. They don't know that until mm-hmm. they see like an interview or something happens and they're like, someone doesn't do a promotional tour. It's like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. But there has been an ongoing trend of these actors and actresses coming over in what a lot of people feel like are taking roles away from just Black Americans. Okay. Right? So it's sort of creating this this conversation or this underlying rift, which okay. I don't which I don't agree with. I think the I think the overall conversation should be about what is being offered to us mm-hmm. as black people uh, in terms of the roles that are presented and things that are put out in the media as what represents us. Because there's I think there's no reason that a bunch of people from the UK should be always having to fight over parts with black Americans for the same roles. You know what I mean? There should be a, mm-hmm. a broad enough dynamic and a broad enough scope there to, to have all the options. But of course there aren't, there's only a handful of parts. Yeah. Um, but most recently it all has uh, culminated recently with this film. As you know, yesterday, as you know, yesterday was MLK day. Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. And that was a big, big thing always. Of course, every year they have, you know, these MLK specials and stuff. But a few days before that, the film One Night in Miami came out, which was directed by uh, Regina King. So she's been in the game for so long. Oh, wow. And I didn't know she were, directed it. What is it now? I didn't know she directed it. Yeah, yeah. So this is a huge, a huge deal. So she kind of got. Wow behind there for a while but a lot of people were giving her flacking about the casting that she did so the film one night in miami i'm gonna read here the overview of it um just to kind of give you an idea i haven't personally watched it yet because okay i'm a one-man band and i do three hundred thousand things oh (laughs) so i didn't have time yet but i'm going to watch it cool on the night of february 25th 1964 in miami cassius clay who we later know to be Muhammad Ali, mm-hmm. joins Jim Brown, Sam Cooke, and Malcolm X as they discuss the responsibility of being successful Black men during the civil rights movement. Mm-hmm. That's the, the overall format for the film, right? Yeah. The only, and these are all roles of actual people who existed. It's not like Black Panther where everybody was kind of in that film, right? Yeah. There was a mix of all of us and that that was a beautiful thing, but that's more fantasy. That's more, you know, it's like coming to America. You can kind of throw mm. everybody in there because it's not real, right? Yeah. But th- this particular film was based on real people and the cast ended up being filled out, the main cast anyway, ended up being filled out with three of the four people mentioned being British Wow, Black okay. British actors, right? Cool. The only person that was American was Leslie Odom Jr.'s character when he was playing Sam Cooke. But everybody else is Black British. And they asked Regina King about it. And her response, I must say her response, in my opinion, was a bit generic. 
because she she responded. She was like, you know, as long as the person does well in the role, I don't care where they're from or I don't care. You know, it, it's almost like the 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 answer you would expect. You know okay, I mean? it's, really, it's really polished. It's it's yeah. It's and, and she's been in the game since she was like a wee lad. So of course, you know, she's media trained. She's gonna of answer course. the question as of course. you know generically as possible. I do think that there is a and you and I just really want you to kind of go in this with me, but I okay. do think there is a what's the word I'm looking for? I think there is a strategic, purposefully done thing here where you are seeing a lot of black British actors and performers who are taking these roles. And we know that there's not enough to go around. So that's always going to cause a rift. Is this, is this something that you've been aware of, or is this something, am I just kind of bringing this to your mind? (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's, it's definitely, I mean, it's news to me (laughs) and it's, it's news to me and it's new to me, but at the same time, I'm not mad. I, as much as I get the rift and I get the argument, as much as Regina King's response was generic it was and safe. quite it was polished safe, yeah. and it was safe, at the same time, if I had to be honest and say, if they did an audition and they didn't know where the background was and those three just so happened to be the best, then why should they be excluded because they're not from America? That's my first point. Mm-hmm. My second point is you can apply that same point with any other film. For example, you know, I can't, I, I mean, I'm more of a music person. So if I do watch films, it's very, I mean, it's occasionally, but I don't know actors enough to be able to refer to them. But I can just use an example by saying, for example, there could there's films where, for example, the guy's been in prison for a certain amount of time and the actors now happen to go to prison workshops to understand the mindset of someone that's been in a prison, for example, and they're having to learn from prisoners, whatever, so they can deliver their role the best way they can. Or, you know, mental health is... Mental health, for example, you know, some people go to mental health homes to understand, you know, the mindset behind someone that's got mental health problems. But there's actors that exist that suffer with mental health. Why not employ them for the role as opposed to hiring someone that doesn't have mental health problems? And, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or, for example, why hire a straight man for a gay role and make the straight man learn ways like, a homosexual ways when you could just hire a homosexual actor to carry the role. You know what I'm saying? So if we're gonna if if it's gonna be a thing a thing of, you know, why apply why hire a British person when you can hire an American, you can apply that to any format. To me, if the person's good enough for the role and they've been able to deliver and execute well enough, then does it really matter what their background is? That I'm to me, I'm just it's just a I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, and also, I feel like, I mean, sometimes America is, no, I mean, to me, um, it's even nice to know that America is even hiring across the board because once upon a time, it will always be the same typical actors that are used. 
That's still the case Wait, a lot. Denzel Washington, Wesley Slaps. Denzel Washington, Wesley Slaps. Because I'll tell so, you what, nowadays they so, want Michael B. Jordan to be in every role. But, but and I'm, I'm like, saying, he is not made for every role. Right. That's what I'm saying. So the fact that they've now decided to take their net across the board, to me, I feel like it's something that should be celebrated, not necessarily targeted or triggered as if to say, ah, you know what I'm saying? Right, highway in the UK, but then on the flip side now, because I'm I always had to you know think on you know put myself in other position. If there was a UK film, and they hired three American actors, <laughs> oh, it wouldn't go over well. I'll tell you that now. But <laughs> but, but at the same time, but it it, it wouldn't go over. You're probably right in that respect. But at the same time, I feel like it's more justified in the fact that. The UK is so small already, so we're already very limited to roles. <laughs> and then you had to cheat to take three people from a massive state of America that has what fifty-two or fifty-three states. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just I get 50. it. Well, okay, are we the fifty? When did I thought yeah. it was fifty-two or fifty-one or fifty-three? I thought it's fifty something. But anyway, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is, I could more see and understand the fury if it was the other way around in terms of a UK film hiring three Americans and one UK. But I feel like with America, as big as it is, and they've always got things going on, you know what I'm saying? The fact that they've, they've put their net across the board, I don't really think it's a bad thing. And I feel right. like if they do a good and, enough and, job... And I agree. I, feel I, like agree. I think that that... That aspect, I think, is awesome. I, I, like I said, I want everyone to win. I yeah, think of course. It comes I'll into play when when it comes down to the to the overall mathematics of it right when you get down to the the numbers a good chunk of films that have been released over the past few months uh-huh feature if not one several black british leads in those roles both in movies and in uh television shows you know you were speaking of the concept of if someone has been in prison, what would they would do with a role? Well, it's so funny that you say that because 50 Cent produced a show called For Life that revolves around this, this gentleman who's in prison and everything. And the lead character is played by a British guy. <laughs> okay. And that just came out not long ago. There's a movie called Off the Wire, or Out the Wire or something like okay. that. That recently came out, and that's got what's the young kid? He's in everything right now. Yeah, Damson Idris. He's um he's been in a, a lot of stuff here as of late, and he's another one. It's it's just really it's just really interesting to me that the ratio is off, even though the the net has been casted wider. It's like it's like if you use the, the net casting analogy, if you are going to a area and you are you know, fishing for, I don't know, fucking crabs, right? And you go and you cast the net and it's like, okay, let me go over here actually because there are blue crabs over here. And you go over there and you do that (laughs) and you just end up pulling up a bunch of tuna. (laughs) It's like, I didn't really, you know, I I came here for that. But it's like, uh, (laughs) I keep getting the same old thing. Um, numbers the numbers just don't add up and it's and, and and here's the thing and you can let me know if you're aware of this okay do you feel like because i do 
do you feel like the perception the the american perception meaning white america um do you feel like the american perception of british people helps to push through these performers into these um positions not just any like i said not just you know supporting parts or anything like but lead roles do you feel like the perception is different than that it is for a, a black american because I do feel like that plays a, a factor. Or have you ever even had to, th- to think about that? I'm not too sure I understand the question. So it's like, okay, if you are, if you are black and something else, mm-hmm. it, make, it gives you a, an edge or it gives you a, a, a quality. And in a lot of oh, ways, okay, it's like this. It's like this. Where some people come from certain places they have already been conditioned to think less than of Black Americans, right? Okay, I think I, I think they can make it. And, and and it's like, well, here you are. You're coming from, you know, the Dominican Republic, and you're blacker than me, or you're you're from, you know, the Congo, and you're blacker than me. But you have these ideas in your mind made up about the black American experience or what the black American represents that even you coming in as an immigrant and, you know, being amongst that, you almost put, you almost see yourself on like a pedestal a bit above. And I think that that is an issue because we don't get to communicate enough between one another, but also it's the, it's the, the Western standard that has been thrust upon us to make, Black Americans be at the lower end of the totem pole. So you got to think if you have like a scale or like a totem pole of race, right? Mm -hmm. You know who's at the top and who's just causing problems. (laughs) (laughs) But as you kind of go down, there's a lot of sub genres Uh on that totem pole, right? So it's almost safer to be Black and British. It, It doesn't matter if you're in the UK and you have the accent and you're over there because everybody's got it. You're not special. Yeah. You take yourself up out of there and you're in a place that already associates the accent with a posh society or upper crust, you know, and it's Hmm. not even that. That's not even what it is. But but that's what people associated with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like by having that accent and being, you know, um, sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You you come off as as more approachable than the black american who is who's readily accessible so my question i guess would be the perception of different classes of black people or different black people from different places with the british accent being attached do you think that softens it up and uh, helps these actors get these parts well I would definitely say on that point, it's funny how British or Europeans that black British, whatever, because I'm talking from experience, Mm -hmm. you know, when we come to America, it's almost like, oh, you're from London. And it's like, there's almost like an adoration and it's like, a you know, but I don't see it reciprocated in the UK. If anything, I almost feel like the UK kind of rolls their eyes when they hear an American accent in UK. It's like, oh. Yes. And, that, you, and, and, go, and I don't know if that's because... I'm locking it in. 
<laughs> I don't know if that's because because you've been fed the American dream or the American lifestyle, the American way for so long in various platforms, be it the TV, boom, boom, boom. So it's almost like it's yeah, it's almost like it's not even anything, it's not even a big deal for us anymore. I guess as we was talking about prior previously, because the UK is so small and it's you know. It's almost like new to America every time just hearing a British accent. So it's almost like there's a fascination. Oh my gosh, what are you? Who are you? Talk again. Say that word again. And it's almost like an admiration. I guess that could probably subconsciously play a small part. I think, a, I think it plays a big part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, possibly, 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 possibly. Um, Jay, another, another th- thing that came to my mind, I was just thinking about what you was talking about prior about... Um, the fact that three UK people was picked for an American role. Um, so, so an American role to play... Oh, yeah, American role to play. African-American characters. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I get it. But what it also now made me think as well is because it's so weird how when uh, Americans struggle to do an... And this is over the Abner, it's in general. When it comes to doing like an African accent or a Caribbean accent, Americans tend to struggle to deliver or execute. I just, it's just what I've always noticed in general. But a UK actor, actress tend to be able to grasp or execute a, an, a Caribbean accent or an African accent. A, well, a that, that, that makes sense logistically because you got to think the, um, even though everyone's here every, you know we have everybody it's it's a lot more spread out like you said but a good chunk a good amount of the black people who are in the UK and in Europe all of those people can probably trace their family back to where they come from in Africa yeah. just based on logistics alone there okay. are a lot of african people in the UK there are a lot of people who who that's their goal is to take like a, you know send their kids to the UK for schooling mm-hmm. and things like that, and they they are um, of African descent or they are first generation. Mm. You still have a lot of that, and mm. here it, you you won't get that logistically because a lot of people aren't crossing over in that aspect. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna be exposed per um, capita more to those accents and hear them and, and be able to mimic them more than we would because we don't get the reverse of it. Like the, okay. the roles are on a two-way street. So we, the, the like I said, when we when we hear a British accent or anything or when we imitate it, we're doing the most posh version yeah. of it, right? Yeah. So, and there's so many dialects. There's so many um, other avenues of it. Uh-huh. Or when we hear the African accent, the, the things that have been presented to us on a small scale are only those more uh more bush accents in terms yeah. of, of you know <laughs> someone who will be from a village versus someone who is just from a uh, larger city yeah so you, it's really a matter of honestly what i think is just the exposure you know you you being like okay like for example you're a huge fan of tlc uh-huh. right but you know that with that group they were huge everywhere I could probably count on my hand how many British groups or European groups I've been exposed to on that same scale. And the first one comes up is like the Spice Girls. Uh-huh. And that's 
that's not, it's just not a good representation of everyone, especially black people. You know what I mean? Mm. There hasn't been that. I mean, you know, in our culture, we know flowetry, right? But mm-hmm. that was a, a moment in time for us. You mm. know what I mean? But on a large scale, we really, everybody to us is from Harry Potter and Hogwarts. Okay. <laughs> so. so so it makes sense now that we're having this conversation. It makes sense that someone from the UK can come over and audition for a part and be able to feel like they nail it more or be more comfortable trying the accent because they grew up already doing that. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I don't know if this, this point still applies, but for example, so let's just say that they're doing the film based in Africa, for example. Mm-hmm. You can even say the Black Panther, for example. Yeah. Which was based, like, you know, predominantly based in well, Wakanda, but it's kind of like an African theme. And the argument could stand as to say, why hire an America, a Black American actors? Why can't we hire? Why hire Black Americans and make them try and learn an accent or develop an accent where they could just hire African actors that naturally have an accent? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But see, but see, the thing is, with, with that platform, it was opened up to everyone. And I, and that, that's another thing, too, that I don't think that a lot of us really give that film credit for. Because it was a Marvel film. It's a fucking superhero movie, yeah. right? We, we, that, we, that's just what it is. And mm. those films are, you know, huge because they're, you know, blown up to be so. But on a, on a you know, more technical level, that you didn't see a movie like that come through and have several of us in it. That came from different places, you know. What I mean, mm. you didn't get you didn't get to hear an African uh, dialect because there were African ar- actors in there, there were British actors, there were American actors. It's but true. Everybody was kind of thrown in the mix, and it and it was fucking magic, mm. you know. It was magic, and that was one of the the good. Actually, that's a the very good point there. You know, that's what a mean? very good point. Yeah, that was one of the better executions. Very agreed. Even so. It wasn't, it, since there's so much going on in those kinds of films and, you know, you're seeing so much as action, there's, you, there's just a lot to distract you, right? So you don't even care about everybody having different accents or sounding a little bit different, you mm. know what I mean? Because Chadwick Boseman is T'Challa and his sister is played by Letitia Wright, who is uh-huh. really British. Yeah. But but you didn't think of them like, oh, shit. Of course. They yeah. sound totally different. Yeah. Because... It just didn't matter. But yeah. when, you, when you start to slow it down some, it's like you, you, you get, you, t- you have time to be like, hold on, wait a minute. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Uh, <laughs> 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 but, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think. I, I Okay. Let me switch gears for a second here. I had a conversation one time with one of my friends is from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And we were having a conversation about, I can't remember it specifically, but the detail was, he, he said something in response to what I said. He was like, that is such a big deal for, for, for you all over there. And we were talking about um, something that was race-based. And he was just like, that's a, such a big deal for y'all over there. And it wasn't until he said that, that I was like, wait a minute, you probably haven't 
ever had to talk about it. Or you probably haven't had to think about that. Or better yet, you probably never even had to learn about it in terms of your um, education curriculum. It wasn't even, it probably wasn't something that was prioritized. Mm. That's another huge problem that I think also plays a hand into what we're seeing now with these people getting these parts. Mm. It's, it's so, it's some deep shit. It really is. Mm. But it's, it's like Meghan Markle situation, right? When she got married to uh, Prince Harry and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That was huge, right? Really, it's not really in the grand scheme of things that were going on at the time. It's nothing noteworthy at all. Yeah. <laughs> right. But but black Americans, we we have this thing where anytime something comes out and it's on a mass scale and it represents us, we pick it apart because you are, you're so used to getting like the short end of the stick. And so you're in like this defensive posture or you're in this defensive state all the time. So when something blows up. You make sure that, especially if it's something that's in a good light, you you subconsciously make sure that everybody knows that this is a part of who you are. Mm. So as and as mixed as Meghan Markle was, we were like, "No, damn it, her mama's black." <laughs> and, and motherfuckers would be like, you "See her mama? You see her mama?" <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know she she's she's not a she's not black like you and I right yeah <laughs> so so she she's a bit more calm in that sense yeah but, but black Americans was like that she black <laughs> but that's the same with Mariah Carey you know what I'm saying oh yeah she's a, she black yeah she's as, a, as, long as, as long as as long as an ounce a drop then it's something it's almost like that's yeah, us that's wholeheartedly us. fully embracing and <laughs> You know, and so and so we do that thing where, when it comes, we we make sure that you know, oh, this is this. So by having anything come in that is similar, that infiltrates that, I think it confuses some people because you have someone that is black and British taking a American role, but you can't. You only thing you can say is, oh, you're black too. Or, oh, you are an African descent, of African descent too. You have that in relation. But then it's like, wait, hold on. We can't, we can't really claim this all the way because, <laughs> because we don't come from the same backgrounds. And it's weird, but I think it confuses some people and they kind of are reluctant to embrace it. Like you said, everything, all of it should be celebrated. But I think that plays a factor too in yeah. how uh, people are receiving. Yeah. Ugh. I don't know. Right? <laughs> no, no, you, no. You, I'm, 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 I'm hearing, and I'm, and I'm fully getting there. And it's, and it's just so sad that, you know, and and I, it's sad, but I get it. You know that such a debate has to happen, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to roles for black people, because it's because it's you know they're so minimal and they're so rationed and stuff. So I, you know, I get it because I'm just you know me. I love documentaries, especially music ones, but. Occasionally, I watch ones of actors, and you know the same. I think the same argument happened with like a couple of Australian actors. You know, mm-hmm. Australians crossing the board to you know work in America and get certain certain roles, and you know because they, okay, they're white, but because they weren't American but they're from Australia, they might have had to. <laughs> they might have had to, um, but yeah, like you know. 
them, you know, competing against roles and, you know, Americans saying that, you know, okay, well, they're right by the Australian, but I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, it's a hard one. Mm-hmm. I mean, me personally, I'm just happy to see black people get involved, irrespective of where they're from or their background. But, you know, to me, as long as they're, you know, as long as they're getting the opportunity to get involved and as long as they're able to execute well, I'm a bit with But that's just my stance, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. It's heavy. It's, it's heavy. It is. I mean, yeah. To, I mean, to now break it down to like now locations, you know, like to me, mm-hmm. I'm just happy to see four black people on the screen, you know. So to me, I see four black people on the screen and I'm, and I'm, I'm excited. Four black people with lead character roles. I'm not about to get mad because Hold on a second. Why are they not all from the UK or why are they all from America right. or why are here's, they all, you know what, what I'm saying? Here's what some, somebody was saying on a forum. Sorry to cut you before, remember what you're going to say. Remember what you're going to say. For me, I'm one excited to see four black characters of a lead role, number one, and even more excited to see four black fresh faces in terms of, because it's so typical, especially with big films, for it to be typical people. I mean, I don't know, as I said, I'm more of a music guy, so I don't, I'm not always familiar with actors, but on the top of my head, it could have been Eddie Murphy, Will Smith, Wesley Snipes, Wesley Snipes and Denzel Washington. Now, that's four black characters playing a film, which, yes, is great because it's four black people, but then at the same time, it's the same recycled, overused actors that, you know, are always taking the jobs. So, for me to see three, I don't want to say underrated, but unfamiliar faces mm-hmm. taken on these roles, to me, I'm happy for that. Irrespective of where they're from, whether they're from America, whether they're from the UK, whether they're from Africa, wherever, wherever. as long as they can carry the role well and deliver it well and execute the job beautifully, and it's free, you know, fully black faces, I'm happy and content with that. I'm not even yeah. trying to argue about the background. Do you know what I'm saying? If anything, my argument would be if it was faces that are typical, oh, Eddie Murphy, like as if he's not kind of got enough films already, why would you have to use him? Is there not anybody else that can do it? You know what I'm saying? So that that would be my argument if I had to have an argument with that. I wouldn't be yeah. finicky about the background. But what was you gonna say? Um, I was gonna say someone made a made a uh, a quote on a forum that I was like, oh damn, I that's deep. But they were like Imagine, because like I said, when when the hand is dealt, a lot of Black Americans get the short end of the stick. It's just what we mm-hmm. kind of been conditioned to. Mm-hmm. They were like, imagine, you know, building a table and then getting to a point where you can't even get invited to have a seat at the table that you built. Can you imagine? Building <laughs> 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 a table, but you can't eat. You can't have dinner on that table that you built. Mm-hmm. So, and 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 that's what they um, kind of related the the trend to. Okay. It's like, oh damn, you can't even get invited to the party now. You came up with the concept. <laughs> you provided- okay, 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 but you, okay. But you can't come. <laughs> okay, okay. And I was like, okay. It just, it just, I was like, damn, I didn't think of, that's deep. But, you know, these, like I said, these conversations are so necessary because we absolutely have to have an appreciation for one another. And the only way that can really be developed is if we do just like you and I are doing, is if we 
um, you know, talk to each other. We mm. and a lot of people, I think, the issue with social media is that everybody can say everything, but also you don't get the tone of voice, you don't get the humor, you don't get the sarcasm, you don't hear those things when you're on a keyboard, right? Mm. So nothing ever translates well. That's why I just kind of just is a fucking it's chaotic mess when mm. these conversations happen. I'll try to find I'll try to find something for you on social media so I, and I'll tag you on the, just in the comments or something so you can yeah, scroll yeah. through and see. <laughs> but no, that's very interesting. <laughs> but and I, I, I could not see it from their side now. Now you, you especially the after quote and that quote. I mean, I guess for us it's such a uh, it's 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 a big deal for us in the fact that you know, America has these big historical legends mm-hmm. that stories and stuff can be told and films can be created, you know what I'm saying? And, for you know, if we as Londoners in the UK are waiting for an opportunity for that to be done here, we'll be waiting a lifetime, you know what I'm saying? So the fact that America not only uh, have that... You mean, tell, you mean to tell me there's not a, there's not a British title, Perry? <laughs> I'm, listen, I mean, there's, no, but what I'm saying, <laughs> there's not a I British mean, Calipari no, 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 I'm, no, no, I'm saying like <laughs> nowadays, I mean, we're doing our thing, like, you know what I'm saying, we are doing our thing and there's loads of, you know, and honestly, like we are doing our thing, there's loads of great examples of, you know, black, um, black independent, blah, 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 blah. But what I'm saying is America's always been quite ahead. I mean, we had the mobile hoods, musical black origin, you know, which celebrated black music. But even then, it started swaying a bit and it's almost like, yeah, I don't know. Whereas with America, for example, they had the BET Awards, they've got the Black Girls Rock Awards and it's very much unapologetically, strictly black. Like To me, it's just like, these platforms are celebrating black, 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 you know what I'm saying? And, and they're very much unapologetic about it and they... They stick to the narrative, they stick to the agenda and they uplift and they celebrate and they're very frank about it. And I love that. Whereas mm-hmm. the UK is almost like we have that, but oh, just in case we're seeming a bit too pro-black, let's quickly make um, Becky win an award because damn, she, did, damn she, that. Did, she did feature on a song with, you know, Taniqua, oh, I'm joking. <laughs> but I'm right. saying like, it's almost like they, it's like they have, I feel like it's only now they are, I should say they are, we are, because now we've got quite, we've got a couple, we've got the, um, yeah, now we've got a couple, like before it was just the Merber Awards, now we've got the, oh my gosh, the name's completely come out of my head now. Um, ah! I need to remember this name. I'll come back to it. But (laughs) only because I want to shout them out, only because, you know, they're making moves. But before, it was literally just the mobile awards. And it's almost like it started off with like, yeah, this is the agenda. Then it kind of slightly kind of expanded to not offend people. And it's just like, well, you know, the whole point of the mobile awards is because the Brit awards and all the other awards wasn't acknowledging or giving us the the rights that, you know. Right. Yeah, no, nah, I get it. But um, And I think, and with America, what I love about them is that if you ain't going to do it, then we'll do our own. And they've always been about that. And I think 
And it's because of that stance, which is why a lot of UK artists, for example, are crossing over to America because there's a bigger audience and it's a bigger appreciation. Here's, here's what I, here's what I want to see happen. This is what I want to see happen. When you, when you cross over, and this is to whom it may concern, when you cross over and you, you come and you're, you're playing these parts or you're going for these things, bring you with it. Bring, bring yourself with it because at some point you want to be able to tell your story too. But you want to be able to share what is unique to you. Mm-hmm. And you won't be able to ever do that if you are playing as someone else or you're mm-hmm. having to change your accent to get a part. You shouldn't have to conform exactly. that much. And it's, exactly. it's one thing to be an actor and to kind of want to dive into a role. That's what you do in that profession. But bring a piece of you with it. So that exactly. way, when you are making these strides, you can. Share, you know, you can share parts of you and people can be open to that. And I think that's the big thing. That's the big takeaway is that we can't con- we can't keep watered down stuff and pacifying people just because, oh, you don't really understand when I say a word like this or my accent's too thick. It's like, OK, well, turn the fucking subtitles on, man. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's like like, um, for example, when Disney just made this like live action Mulan film, right? Who? Disney. They made that okay. live action oh. Mulan film, right? Okay. I was like, I was like, if they really want to drive it home for Asian people, for people from that culture, make everybody in there speak Chinese. Hmm. And make us read it. Because those people deserve that big of a platform. But we're so, you know, babied and we're so like coddled hmm. that even in a film that features that many um, Asians, we, they got to speak English. <laughs> you know what I mean? We, yeah. we all heaven forbid we read some subtitles. <laughs> oh, right. You know what I mean? So you, you just can't continue to keep, you know, catering to only those audiences, you know, just to kind of do what's comfortable. You have to mm. really go back those layers and, you know, share what, share what it is in the yeah. raw, you know? And that's, that's, that's one thing I do appreciate about your approach with your music. One of the things I enjoy about having crossed paths with you and knowing you is that you just, you just been you. And, 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 and for that, I, I appreciate it. And don't let nobody change that. So if they no. say, if they say they got a deal for you, take the deal. <laughs> Listen, I, 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 I actually appreciate your appreciation <laughs> and um, and the fact that you recognize that means I'm doing the right thing because to me, as I said, I I don't want to be anybody else. I'm not trying to be anybody else other than me. What I do, what I represent, and to me, if if my representation of myself is resonating with people, then I've won. You know what I'm saying? Like to me, I. I yeah, the fact that you said that, I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to put a cap on the end of this. I want you to try something for me. <laughs> okay, I gotta witness this. I gotta witness what? this. Um, the so the other awards I was talking about is actually two, um, but one of them is called the UEA awards. 
which stands for the UK Entertainment Awards, which also focused on like the celebrating black entertainment within different platforms, be it radio, TV, DJs. Yeah. So the, U- the UEA Awards, which, yeah, to me, is another award show. Yeah. I'll have to look it up. So you got so you got to be telling me stuff. See, this is what I, see what I'm saying? That's all hey. it takes. It's supposed to be like, hey, check this out. Drop the, dr- now that you ain't got to even say all that, you just drop a link or send a text. Hey, uh, look, look at this yeah. video. And that's it. That's the start of, of, of conversations of, of bridge building. And, and that's what we need. Mm-hmm. But I want to, uh, I want to put a cap on this um, whole thing about perception of um, accents and things. <laughs> I want to, I want to end on a much lighthearted um, affair here. Oh, okay. If you can, if you can, Jai, I want to hear your American accent. <laughs> oh, behave yourself. <laughs> you have got, you got it, you got it. It just, it's so befitting. <laughs> so for the, for the next minute, you're going to talk to me in your best American accent. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> One second. Just, I'm, even trying to, I'm even trying to think of an accent. Just, just find it. You know, what's a movie you like? So you want me to answer the American accent? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I want you for 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 sixty seconds. I want you. No, to that's talk too only. long. <laughs> oh my days! That's not too long. I'm gonna time it out. We're gonna we still gonna have a conversation, but for the next sixty seconds, it's, you have cool. to use your best American accent. It'll be fun. All right. Hold on, wait. Where's my timer? Timer sixty seconds. <laughs> okay. I just remember the other award show, by the way. Said said there was the. Uh, the UAE. What's, the, what's what I said before? The UAE, and then there was. Oh, well one. done, remembered. Yeah, so there's a UA, the UEA. Oh, what, what did I say? UAE, UEA. No, wait, UEA awards. Mm-hmm. What did what I say? It stood for again. Yeah. United. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, the it was the UK Entertainment Awards, right? Oh, that's it. Thank you. Well done. Take you. Well done. <laughs> okay, so. That, so that's so there's the UEA, and then there's also the Black British Theatre Awards. Oh wait, 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 wait! This is the perfect time for you to do your accent. What are you talking? about? Oh, piss off! <laughs> oh, so tell me in your in your best American accent, the award shows, and we'll keep talking for sixty seconds, and the time starts now. What are the award shows again? So we got the Mobile Awards. <laughs> then we got the Black British Theatre Awards. And then we got the UEA Awards, <laughs> UK Entertainment Awards. <laughs> you're tripping, <laughs> T1. You're tripping, <laughs> T1. Don't play me out like that. What's going on with you? Don't play me out. You're tripping. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, T1, it's my time out. It's a time over. <laughs> Yo, mess. Oh, oh, y'all. Y'all, okay. Time out. <laughs> Thank God for that. <laughs> oh, my uh, days. You can't even help it. Your accent's just so fucking thick. You can't. <laughs> 
I'll sign I'll sign out here with my um I'll sign out here with my best British accent before we go. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> and y'all want you to rate it. <laughs> <clears throat> whoa, 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 whoa. Before you start, what do you rate mine? <laughs> On a scale of what? <laughs> Piss off. I don't like that response. <laughs> On a scale of 10. On a scale of one to ten. Oh, so you do one to ten or one to five? Probably, I mean, either way, you're probably gonna, it's probably gonna fall in the same spectrum. <laughs> Let me see. Okay, on a scale of one to ten, okay, we'll do one to five. That's easy. We'll do on a scale of one to five. I give you one point seven five. You are taking a piss. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. You you don't understand. Your accent is thick. Okay, yeah, your turn. You have that, like you said, you got that South London thing going on, so it's it's hard for you to break it. Cool, your turn. Don't don't now don't be like that. I if I, if I do hard if, I'm, if I no, <laughs> if I, I do on. well, then you know, let me do that. <clears throat> cool. <laughs> I'm nervous. This is okay. All right, here we go. <clears throat> <laughs> why 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 is this so intense i feel like i should have waited to rate you after we both went oh aha uh-huh. I, I actually put the same thing but anyway go on see not fair not fair <clears throat> all right ladies and gentlemen so i have been tiron that's t-e-a-r-o in period and ja i want to thank you for just being able to come on here <laughs> Come on in and share your thoughts with me today and really just sit down and have this conversation. Again, I, re- I really appreciate you for just taking out the time. And I'm glad we finally got to be able to do this. So, yeah. <laughs> don't you don't you hate on me. Don't, don't you hate on me. All right? Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> so you, you started off at 0.5. No! <laughs> out, 0. 0.5 out of 5. But then after wow, your intro, just a hate. you, you, you gradually really stepped ha- up to 1. So I'll say 1 out of 5. So you say 1 out of 5. <laughs> now, do you know what? I'm actually going to rate you and give you a 3. Give me a good, give me a good school. Don't do that, man. I'm going to give you a 3. Don't, don't, don't bloody do that. <laughs> I'm going to give you a 3. I'm going to give you a 3. A 5? Piss off. Maybe a three point five, a three point five. I'll take it. Okay. But that. yeah, I I rate. I, yeah. Here's what I'll do. I'll listen. I'll listen to more of your tunes, and I'll listen. I'll try and find some some British shows and stuff, and I'll I'll pick it up. And then the next time we talk, <laughs> I'll be like, Well, if I'll I hit it. Yeah, I, I can say you did better than me. Like yeah, out of the two, you of course did I did better. Be- of course I did better. Of course I did it's better. Awesome. Block, block hey, lives matter. Hey, why are you clowning? No, so I can't. It's not tripping. Stop clowning me. So, oh, I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. You blatantly run that. Repeat this real quick. This will be a good phrase. Um, Go say on. like, say like, um, so it'd be like, 
man, if you don't get your big ass at home, <laughs> say something like yeah. that. <laughs> See, man, the thing is, you but, but that's what I'm saying. That we've got, and because that's how you guys talk, so you, you say it from the gut. Yeah. <laughs> don't, like, well, I take it. See, listen, we got to break it down. We got to break it down to phonetics. So, color greens say, and grits and color greens. <laughs> if we got to we gotta say, we got to say, say, so I'm like, man, if you own, it's all one, that's all. If you own, yeah. it's all. Man, if you own. Not if you don't. If you don't, so, get your ass <laughs> up that seat. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> Boy, if you don't <laughs> see this, <laughs> I'm done with the humiliation. <laughs> no, it's not really. It's hysterical. It's it's lighthearted, and it, it, and I, I I mean, like I said, I enjoy it. Jai, before we go here, um, if you can just tell the people what they have to look forward to, where they can find you, um, find out yeah. more. Information. Where they can bother you and where they can ah. you know, hear more of your American <laughs> so, accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my name is Jai J I G H. Um, that's my artist name. That's my real name. Um, you can find me on social media, Twitter, or social uh, media, Insta, Twitter, or Insta, or, or on Tinder. Uh, oh, well, well, well. <laughs> <laughs> At Jiggy Jai, it's J-I-G-G-Y-J-I-J-H-J-I-J, because I'm a J, no, I'm joking. Yeah, Jiggy Jai, J-I-G-G-Y-J-I-G-H, Jiggy Jai. What's the, I know, it's, I know it's hard to make plans right now. It's hard to plan too far ahead with everything going on, but what are you looking forward to in the 20 of 21? I am definitely looking forward to releasing a full body of work, which I hope to do within the first quarter. When I say quarter, quarter. Um, yeah, I say the first quarter because um, it's probably more realistic, definitely more realistic. So yeah, I'm looking to um, drop a full body of work, possibly a few visuals for Tinder and um, any upcoming singles and probably get straight onto the next project because, well, I, yeah, I mean, it's kind of hard to, I mean, every year I write a list of um, goals that I intend to achieve this year, in, you know, within the year. And whilst I've managed to achieve a few of last year's goals, there's a whole lot that's going to have to be transferred to this year's. And even then, that's dependent on the state of yeah. <laughs> the affairs yeah. of the damn pandemic. Definitely music, 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 music. Yeah, I've got a lot of unreleased stuff. I've got a lot of ideas. So I'm just going to be proactive and productive with that. And all the things that I can do. I mean, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what, what you come up with and what more you bring. Yeah. You I'm know? definitely going to be more proactive <laughs> this year because, I mean, as I said, last year I just released one single, which, you know, but this year it's not going to be a repeat of last year. So it's going to be a full project of work. It's going to be singles. It's going to be videos. It's going to be, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just don't say stop. just don't tell us just don't tell us a date. <laughs> yeah. I, I gave myself a I gave myself a safe window by saying the first quarter. So uh, January, quarter. January, February, March. The first quarter. Yeah. The first quarter. <laughs> now um as you all know, um I have been Tiran, of course. That's all I can be. And I do appreciate you all for joining us on this 
episode, or in this case, this two-parter. Hopefully, this isn't the last time we make it over to the UK and we talk to more of our peeps on that side. Um, you can always look up the show. You can find us all over the internet at Ubiquitous Blacks. If you don't know how to spell it, if you type it into Google, Google will be like, did you mean? And then you'll get it. It's all right. Um, <laughs> of course, as you know, if you are listening to this, you can subscribe, follow, whatever you need to do on the platform you choose to do it on. Um, and also remember to leave a rating and a review. Recently, someone um, took the piss out <laughs> of my uh, reviews for the podcast, I noticed. And um, they didn't leave a written review, but they left a uh, rating and they um, left four stars. And I don't understand why, because I'm pretty sure at the end of the episodes, I let you know that you can leave a review and you can leave five stars. If you plan <laughs> on leaving anything other than five, keep it to yourself. I don't even want it. Why would you do no. that? So to whoever it was, if you can hear me, do me a favor. Reach out to ubiquitousblacks at gmail.com and let me know why. I want to do better. Unless you just were taking the piss, because I'm using this now. This is my phrase. Unless you were just taking the piss <laughs> and you wanted to be a hater. No, oh, you know, days. If you don't really have any rhyme or reason, are you just like, oh, it's okay. Oh, it's all right. Let me know how I can improve. This is a two-way street. You know? T one, he's tripping. Maybe tripping. They tripping. This is the good time. <laughs> this I don't know. I, I, like I said, I'm a one man band. We have a lot of things that we're working on uh, for the new year, um, and a, a lot of things we're trying to execute. And we just need you to be able to do that. So if you have feedback to give, if you want to leave a review, definitely do so. And also, we have the upcoming um, website release for um, the official ubiquitousblacks.com, which I'm excited about. And also, there's going to be merch. Jai, I gotta send you some merch. <laughs> oi, 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 oi. <laughs> it'll it'll take it'll take two months for you to get it, but I'm gonna <laughs> send <it>. if that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I, I want to thank you, and yeah, I'm out. Peace. Thanks Peace. you. Thank you for having me. Much appreciated. No, I've enjoyed this conversation, <laughs> and good to catch up with you, man. Absolutely.